Hi, everybody. This is Lea Salonga coming to you from Manila, Philippines. Thank you all so much for tuning into the call to unite. A reminder, if you're able to, please go directly to givedirectly.org to donate. No amount is too small, and these funds go directly to the people and areas that need them the most. Um, doctors in here and nurses around the world have become our superheroes during this pandemic, and we're about to speak with a few of them who have been battling on the front lines for many weeks. Uh, this is an opportunity for me to personally say thank you to these four frontliners, as well as to every healthcare professional that is working so tirelessly to save our lives. Uh, these are very busy people, so let's just get right to this conversation. We have Dr. Armin Supnet, uh, Dr. Jeremy Ann Suelto, Dr. Jillian Tabora Lakdao, and Dr. Benjamin Ko. Good morning, everybody, and thank you so much for joining us here. Good morning. Thank you. Yeah, thank you all so much, truly. Thank you from everybody. Um, Dr. Stupnet, I wanted to ask you first, um, because you had contracted COVID at the start of the pandemic. So how are you doing, if I may ask? I'm uh, already okay. I already recovered from the disease. I'm ah, doing okay. great. Excellent. So are you back to work or are you still waiting for, for the go-ahead? Um. I'll be going on uh, May 2 on duty already. Oh, okay. Are you looking forward to it? Yes, I'm very excited. <laughs> um, I want to ask you, when you got sick, I mean, how did, your, how did your friends and your colleagues react to it? I mean, this happened medyo sa umpisa ng, ng pandemic kasi when not, as, when not as much was known about what, what was going on. It's actually when I had it. It was uh, just the first week of... Um, wherein there was a reported case of local transmission here in the Philippines. I thought it was uh, only a um, ordinary flu. But then my um, condition progressed and uh, I went into critical condition. A lot of people were scared because um, I had a lot of interaction with them prior to being uh, toxic that time. Wow. So this, this actually leads me to Dr. To Dr. Jill. Um, because you're a pulmonologist, you're pretty much in direct contact with a lot of patients. I mean, in pretty close contact. So when this, given your proximity to a lot of these patients, so how do you prepare? Well, uh, the first few weeks of March, it was really challenging for all of us, not just the pulmonologists, but all the other doctors and the, the medical staff. Because, you know, coronavirus is really new to everyone. So um, we really had um, challenging times, especially during the first part, when we see all these patients deteriorating, also our colleagues. So um, uh, the group, um, the, the team has this um, support system. Um, we try to comfort each other, we help each other out, and um, we always start our duties with a, with a prayer, asking for, for protection and for guidance. And we hope that, you know, finish the duty um, that we're all okay and Your husband and I are actually friends, which, which actually makes me excited to be talking to you today. And I asked him last night, so as a spouse of someone who is serving actively on the front lines, how do you, how do you deal with it? And he said it was a mix of uh, feeling so proud for the work that you do, as well as feeling concerned. As his wife, how do you comfort him? You know, Leah, um, Martin has always been very supportive of my career. 
and he knows that this is our our call of duty. So um, there of course there are things that um, we were supposed to prioritize, but because of this um, pandemic, um, it had to take a backseat for a while. Um, he never complained. Um, he sees me when I go to work. Um, he respects our profession, and he's always been there, you know, supporting all the frontliners. So I'm very thankful for that. <laughs> Dr. Suelto, you're in charge of staffing, and because you're the chief resident in Makati Med, so what kind of challenges were you faced with? I just started being the chief resident just March 2 of this year. So wow, it all started this, um, our first case of um, COVID-19 at MMC um, last March 9. So I was just a newbie in the position. So since I'm in charge of the residents and fellows, the total of them are 120. So that's pretty much... So that's a, I have that's a lot. Ask, yes, that's a lot. So I asked for the help of our fellows to go on duty since most of my residents were quarantined. So the quarantine re residents even reached up to 30. And even our fellows were quarantined during that time. It reached oh, about Lord. 10. So for a total of 40 residents and fellows who were quarantined during that time. So my personal struggle is that how can I actually arrange their schedules since they go on every three-day duty and at the same time i have to consider also the risk that is attached to their work so i devise a schedule wherein there is a mandatory quarantine for all of them so it's a six-day cycle okay. six days on duty and six days off duty so basically what i can see from them is physical exhaustion and um, we can't do anything about it because they're, aside from it's being the call for duty for doctors, um, I think um, their willingness to help and actively participate in the care of the patient is there. And for that reason, I'm really, really happy with what our residents and fellows are doing. That's incredible. Yes. That's, that's truly incredible. I mean, the, shuff, the mental shuffle must be overwhelming, but you guys are doing fantastic. Dr. Ko, since, um, I mean, since you have been commenting pretty much on the COVID crisis, um, where, where are we now as far as this curve, as far as flattening it? Do you think we're anywhere close to, to flattening this curve here in the Philippines or do we have a ways to go? We hope that we should be able to flatten the curve. Um, you see, most of the data that are coming in currently are actually um, taking a roller coaster ride. Some of the data that come in are actually latent, which means mm -hmm. that um, even the recoveries and the patients that have died are coming in late. And that's also because of the backlog that we get out of various testing sites. Um, you have to remember that, I, I know you understand that, that we are a 7,600 plus island. Not all of the testing sites are actually in Metro Manila. Uh, most of the, the provincial areas have um, lack of testing sites. And it's, not, it, it's only recently that we've begun to ramp up testing. So the, trying to identify and put up all of these numbers are quite difficult. But 
um, if you do the mathematical modeling for this, I think, and this is personal, this is personal. I think based on the numbers that we have, we may get out of this. We have at least 97% of the virus contained by May 7th. This coronavirus takes a normal distribution curve, which means if you know what statistics is and the normal distribution curve is, it, it takes a, a, an S curve. So it okay. will be, but it will go down. And the ECQ, uh, which, which the president declared is actually going to help. The, but we can't lock down for a prolonged period of time because it's really right. economy. So I think we're there, we're at the plateau. We should be going down in oh, the fantastic. next few days. And uh, we might be out of this sometime in June. Oh, I think a lot of people in the country are feeling are going to feel a sigh of relief when we see June and, and feel that this is, and feel that we can somehow return to some degree of normal. Um, so allow me, please, on, on behalf of a very grateful nation for whatever you guys are doing in your own respective capacities, just to say maraming maraming salamat sa lahat ng mga ginagawa nyo, saving people's lives, just choosing to be there in the thick of everything in order to give us information, to give us care and support. Um, we're doing our best to stay home uh, and you guys are unable to. Uh, so we will be continuing to pray for you. We wish you God's blessings of protection and we hope to see you all on the other side. Jill, we're going to have to have drinks with Martin uh, when this is all over and it'll be so nice to actually finally meet you face to face. Thank you, Thank you everybody. Thank you. Thank you.